What's up, kinksters? This is Kinkyistics with Kristen. And Jamie, we're here to pleasure all your holes, so let's jump into it. This month, we're reading Althea Faust's Sex Wizards, book two, Mastery. Yes. Okay. The back. Magic is a rare gift, and it's been six months since Dominique of Arendelle has first left home to study it. After solidifying his place as the legendary Crux, as a skilled conduit, he now faces his next challenge, casting. When every spell he attempts fails to hit the mark, he finally turns to the Grand Master of the Crux, Arlon Kalsen, for guidance. The unyielding lessons that follow Strip Dom down to his very foundation, rebuilding him to confront his own worst enemy, himself. But while Dom grows more confident inside the crux, a threat gathers outside of it, one that'll rock the kingdom of Stratham into its core, capable of destroying the crux from the inside out. The second book of Althea Faust's epic sex wizard series, Mastery, delivers risk-aware consensual kink, barred BDSM, and an ever-escalating epic plot. And some butt, a lot of butt stuff. How could I say, like, Stratham, like, perfectly? And I can't even get the name of the main character down. Dom and I. From now on, I'm calling him Dom, period. End of story. <laughs> if I need to refer to a Dom, I will say the Dom or a Dom. If okay. I say Dom, that means the character. Okay. Because they call him Dom. They do call him Dom. And I can't say his actual name. I, just... I barely made it through the Grandmaster's name. Arlen. Callison. Oh, his last name. Yeah. There's two S's and it tripped me up. Because mm. I want to say Callison. Like, mm. I feel like there should be a pause in there, but there isn't. Because it's one word. I was pleasantly surprised by this book. Like, I wasn't sure if it was going to be as good as the first. Because you're always uneasy with the second book in any series. Yes. you never know if it's going to be as good or worse or and it was it was as good as the first one or at least it was in my opinion yeah no her voice was like it was so fluid it almost felt like there was no pause in writing between the first and second book like she just kept writing yeah for days <laughs> and just kept like three months straight just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and didn't eat or sleep she, just to get like that fluid voice and storytelling it was no it was really good she did a great job and she continued with the uh intros before every chapter mm -hmm. letting you know about any possible trigger warnings also letting you know what kind of um kink was going to be in there Yes, there were several that had trigger warnings because it dealt with um, rape, rape, sexual and, assault, yep. you know, because of all that stuff that happened in the previous book. Yes, because, of course, she continued that story, that, yeah, that storyline. It was a big part of the first story. And I mean, these characters are still dealing with that. This uh, is only six months after the fact. So, I mean, they're still dealing with the trauma of yeah. everything they went through. And she handles it so well. She does. I love how Dom is like the sweet therapist to everybody and he heals <laughs> them with his penis. Like he's of course nice with his words and he's like, mm -hmm. but it's really his penis that does the work. <laughs> Cause after they sleep with him or he like does his 
magical kinkiness on them. They're like, yeah, I feel better as a person. That is very true. <laughs> well, there's one that he doesn't sleep with. It's the... Um... Ion? The one that they rescued that doesn't sleep with anybody. Anybody? Because he's ace. But they, I don't think they actually say that he is, but he is. Yeah. But he does act as a conduit for Ion. He does. And allows Ion to do whatever he feel like whatever magic he feels to do on. Mm-hmm. Oh, he also did do a spell on Ion. He did um I think it was like tickle play. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Sensory play and it came out with a really powerful spell. Yeah. Of course all of his spells are super powerful though too. Well not when he first casts. Not when he first casts, but like generally his conduiting spells are fire. Yes, but even after he gets like the hang of casting, then they're strong. Yes. Yep. Which I love how the the way he got the hang of casting was I mean it's hinted at the back, but it doesn't really go into like how great of a character arc Dom goes through between being like this insecure, nervous child like mm-hmm. person to like actually owning who he is as a person and having security and his identity and his abilities to do things mm-hmm. and that arc of you know basically growing up yes it's lovely and it's like very sweet i mean for the amount of butt stuff especially when you have fisting <laughs> in a book you're like you don't expect that right. <laughs> you don't expect no, to be like oh the, the story building and the um just character development and yeah. like the writing is on point she does a fantastic job right there just also happens to be fisting and you know like piss play yeah <laughs> and then um consensual drugging yes <laughs> and sleep like i don't how did she word that the thing she did with the with uh cass uh-huh that was the consensual drugging. Yes, but she, like, put something else with it. She did. I don't remember the way she worded that, but yes. Because I was like, oh my goodness, this is exciting. I actually enjoy the idea of, like, going to sleep and, like, somebody just playing with my body while I'm asleep. I mean, not just anybody, clearly, because you have to have a lot of fucking trust. Right. As Cass points out, they're like, seriously, you have to. Like, I I would not have gone into this if I didn't trust you, Dom. And he was, like, so, like, heart. Like, that was he part was of like, his big sure? moment. <laughs> are you sure? It's because he's not a creeper. He's not, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, right. of course. And, this- like, even when he was doing it, he was, like, this feels so wrong, but I'm enjoying it so much. Because <laughs> the freedom just to enjoy somebody's body like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, he felt so guilty and he was like, oh. oh and no. then after Cass woke up and they talked about it, and he was like, oh, okay, I don't feel guilty anymore. And she's like, put it in my butt. Or he put. They told him to put it in their butt. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Because Cass is non binary. I was thinking of the scene with when. um, What's her face? uh blonde yeah let's start with the b that's married to garrett why can't i think of her name oh 
it's um Beatrix. No, it's not Beatrix. That is the name of. Is it Bellatrix? No, that's um Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't think it's Beatrice. Maybe like. I don't think I wrote her name down. Bridget. Bridget. Yeah, Bridget. Sorry, I knew it was like a br sound of some sort, but yes, Bridget. And her dom like moments, I kept half expecting her to like put it like put on a strap on and put it in his butt. And so I was just thinking about that uh. when we were had like that just popped in my head when we were talking about Cass. Mm. And so yeah, but seriously, like she would totally do that. She would. That lady is a dom scared me and turned me on. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of stuff in the book that was kind of scary. They, but they, hot. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, she got a little out there. She took it like she upped the sex, which she I didn't did. think that was a thing that she could do. Right? Because of the amount of sex in the first book was just crazy. Yeah. And then you get it in this book and it's like, oh, wow, there's even more. How is there even more? And, like, how are we taking this a step further? We had pony play in the last one. Right. And, like, here we're like. He was a table. Uh, yeah. He was a table. <laughs> I know, right? And they fucked him as a table. <laughs> and then the lady came out and she's like, this is a library. Be quiet or take it elsewhere. And I thought that was so hilarious that I had to write it down because I was laughing my ass off when I read that. <laughs> Yeah. But the fact that they made him actually be a table for a, was it a conjuration spell? I think so. I think it's conjuration. Yeah. Because they wanted to be able to conjure a table. Yes. Yeah. So he had to be a table. Yep. Yeah. No. And they even put their like... tea set on him. Like he was a literal table. <laughs> and he had to like sit there and take it without yep. like dropping anything. Yep. Yep. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> like, I also liked that she. Um, this is way off topic, but on topic because it's about the book. Um, I liked that she did the previously, in the very beginning. Oh yeah, like she gave you like a kind of a pre chapter to the first mm -hmm. chapter where she kind of reviewed what she had written in the first book. Yep. Also at the end, I don't know if you got it, but I got a whole reason as to why you should vote. Yes. Oh, okay. Like, yes. yes. She put in, like a, like, a half a page about the reasons why everybody should go out and vote. And since the election's November 2nd, you should probably check and make sure you register to vote. Yep. That's a thing here in the U.S. It is. Because our voting laws suck. And I I could give you a full spiel, but we're going to stay away from that. <laughs> I'm going to stay away from that. But no. I did think that was cool. That yes. she had the note on voting in there. Because it's, you know, happening pretty shortly after the book came out. Because this book came out... May? Something like that. Something like that. I know it was this year. Yeah, it's it a been pretty big year for midterms. Because every seat... Well, no, it's, we haven't had our midterm elections yet. Those still hit on the second. Well, we had the election in August. Yes, which is like a precursor. Like it's like the 
pre- preliminaries. Thank you. Thank you for saying that word out loud. Like, I was going to say the precursor to the actual election so we could, like, even decide who we're voting on. Hello. But, um. Hi, honey. We're talking about butt stuff. <laughs> the guy gets fisted. Oh, he enjoyed it. He did. And then he got fucked by an orc. <laughs> well, the orc had to watch his wife get fucked by another dude. Yep. <laughs> and everybody enjoyed the situation. Yep, everybody enjoyed it. it Honey, you really it need to read this book. <laughs> It'll give you ideas. <laughs> he says no. I'm going to make him read the book. I'm also going to make Jack read this book, by the way, when he's older and obviously not now. So, like 18. I was thinking even 16, 17, because he's pretty, he like understands concepts pretty well. And if you talk to him about things, I had a, I had a time, but he has the internet. That's true. And porn is like everywhere nowadays. Right. Like you're not supposed to access those sites if you're not 18, but people do anyway. There's nothing really to prevent them. No, not at all. You can just fake your birthday. Everybody kind of knows. Just, yep. Yeah. For him, he just has to add 10 years. That's it. 10 years and he'd be like 22 and you know it'd be really easy instead of being born in 2010 he's born in 2000 duh yep yep not hard um i mean we figured that out pretty early in the early years of the internet is how to get on porn sites did you not no oh my goodness that wasn't a thing for me i grew up in a very very christian household (laughs) <laughs> I had no rules growing up, so, like, for me, it was not a huge deal to get on porn. Like, I had to go over to my friend's house because we were poor and didn't have the internet because the internet cost a lot of money back then. It but did. Or you could always get those free CDs in the mail. Right? My brother hogged all of our free AOL CDs, though, so I could never use them. Oh. Uh, but he also had porn sent to the house, and my mom did not care. Like, she had condoms in a drawer for us, and, like, drugs and alcohol were not, like, they were on the table at all times kind of thing. Right. I knew about that. We had a very, very, like, hippie commune childhood, which was not healthy, and our child is raised completely differently, but he does understand concepts, and we are pretty open about sex in this house because... It is a very natural feeling, and different mm-hmm. people have different cups of tea, as we discuss on this podcast all the time. Yeah. But I want him to read this book because of the way that Dom uses sex to un- to see his own self-worth and own himself and his identity and know his true self-worth. I feel like my son could learn a lot from Dom's character. Maybe not go around getting fisted. That would be great. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or be used as a table. Yeah. Or all the other weird stuff that, you know, like. I won't say weird stuff. It's weird to me because I'm not into it. But some of it I'm like, mm, I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like he would need to read book one first. Oh yeah, so like pre I don't in... I feel like there's enough information especially with the previously that he could probably just read this book, but you're right. We should probably make him read the first one too. So that way he knows where he starts off as like character-wise mm-hmm. because even though there's a giant like character growth for him in this book, the character growth between the two books yes. is 
huge. Yes, because there was a lot of character growth even in the first one. Yeah, well, he ended up killing a dude. That changes you. That does. And the fact that he is not some bitter asshole in this book is amazing. Yeah. Even when the divination ladies, Al yep. said, and... Um, Marguerite. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to, like, not butcher her name. Um, she When they, like, put him under div- divination with the mm-hmm. silver and have him try to contact the dead dude he murdered right? <laughs> and that shit goes sideways he handles it really fucking well it does like it could have been a lot worse it could have even like the grandmaster of the school was like noped it out two he hours did. in he's like i can't I, I couldn't do it could not do it and here you are just like outshining me in every way yep yes which I'm really glad we actually got into his character, the Grandmaster's character in this book, compared to the first one. Yeah. Because I was so curious about him. And he was such a good ca- book or character in the first book. And in this one, we got to spend a lot more time with him. We did because um, Dom was underneath him for the duration of the book, basically. I mean, like, the first half of the book was just him being collared by, like, which is our word of the month, collared. Um, would you like to describe what the collaring experience was for Dom? Um, so being collared means that you are basically at the beck and call of your Dom, or at least it was in this book, which it depends on the relationship out here in the real world. Um, but being collared is basically like being married in the BDSM world. Yes. That's, you know, that's your Dom. You belong to them. You're their sub they belong to you so in this world when the caller is on a person to do a spell um usually an enchantment spell mm-hmm. the um collared person does belong to that person but as soon as the collar comes off mm-hmm. that's the end of it however in the real world you well know, it's not the end of it i mean it is I mean, like, it, but it's also like they do aftercare after the collar comes off. Yes, which you assume aftercare is an important part of it, so you yes. would assume that would be done, especially since she's so good about going into the right ways of doing BDSM. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and even after Dom um, and Arlen end their collaring because for the first for week, a whole week. Um, they decide that they want to have a standing date and every Monday um, Dom belongs to Arlen. Yes. Yes. And part of that, though, is because Arlen wants Dom to take over as Grandmaster when he retires. And I saw that coming a mile away. If you read the first book, you saw that coming. (laughs) Like, I was just like, oh, no shit, really? You're just figuring that out now, Dom? Really? Yeah. Really, motherfucker? Like, like he was supposed to be sleeping and he overheard a conversation between Bridget and Arlen and he was like, oh, he wants me to be Grandmaster? What? No, I can't do this. It's like, Dom, yes. Yes. I mean, like, he collared you within a year of being at the school and some people right. at the school have never been collared by right. the Grandmaster. And Well, he said that he never collars anybody that had been there less than a year. Right. And, and he also... people that he can't collar. Like, Ulbrich. Because of his political ties. Yep. But then even Ulbrich gets to be collared 
by Dom. Yep. Like Dom is collaring people within his first year. I know. Like if you're if Arlen is giving you the okay to go around and collar people, clearly there is like there's something there. There's something there. And if everybody's willing to trust you to do these things and you have these deep relationships with everybody within a year. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to waste that kind of potential because, sure, there are some some of the sex wizards that are, like, higher standing and have more disciplines that they've mastered. Right. Um, But within a year, he's already got two schools down. Yep. And he's getting to collar people. And he gets a free key to the dungeon, the sex dungeon that only the Grand Master gets to use. Yeah. I mean... I didn't know if that was like a key that was like, here you get to keep this, or if it was just a f- this one time. Either deal. way. But I was really excited about Dom collaring Ulbrich because I wanted to see Dom be a Dom. I wanted to be able to, I wanted to see that side of him. Yeah. So I was really excited about it, and like it got down to like the last hour of the book because I read it on Kindle, and I was like, uh oh. It may not happen in this book. It may have to wait until the next book. No, 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 no. I want to read it. I want to read it now. And she spent like that last chapter. Yep. Which was basically that whole hour. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all about that. And it was amazing. Um, I loved that Dom went out and bought this outfit for Ulrich to wear, which was this frilly it was a lacy ladies outfit with a corset and yep. lady panties and yep. um, a he silk even had robe. A, uh, collar specifically made. It was a silver collar too. Like that shit was expensive. It was. And he had a matching leash made. Yep. From a jeweler. I mean, that's well, like he said he spent all of his money that he had saved up since joining the Crux. So. That's kind of like an engagement ring, like. I love you. Here's a I silver mean, collar. With the relationship that the two of them have, it may as well have been. <laughs> it may as well have been. Because earlier in the book, Oliver got like really jealous over Dom being collared by Arlen. Right. Because he wanted to be Arlen, but he also wanted to be Dom. So he was like jealous of both of them. And it was just, it was a kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Especially seeing so, like this really... Like, Ulbrich's character is probably closest to Deadpool. And, like, nothing ever phases him. And he's Mm -hmm. very, like, always so in control of everything all the time. And he Mm -hmm. usually gets what he wants. And he usually, like, he's usually the dom of every situation. So to see him break down and cry. Yeah. It was, It was very emotional. I was like, oh, no. No, don't do that, Ulbrick. And then I felt really, really bad about Ulbrick having to be away from Dom for so long. Right. <sighs> yeah. Because there was that whole week where they didn't get to be together. Right. And you knew things were serious in the first book because even before Ulbrick had, like, that incident, I'm going to just refer to the everything that happened at the end of the book as the incident. Okay. Um, they had made love, like, they didn't just have sex to make magic. They actually, like, made love together out in the grass. They They were in love, they're, like, in love with each other. They are. And Dom even said as much, like, when he was explaining to 
over like look I don't want you to collar me because I don't want to just spend that kind of time with you I want to hear you laugh I want to hear your thoughts on things I want to spend time with you as a friend I want to go do silly things for with you I want to just do shopping and eat meals and just be with you yeah and I think doesn't he actually say I want to spend my life with you something like that maybe I don't know or something along those lines or something that sounds very similar to I want to spend my life with yes you. and then he just pops out and says how about I call her you yeah like it felt really engagement like I'm popping the question here yeah and then when they were like going to the jewelers or he was going to they were running errands after Mm-hmm. everything opened up and he was like his stop was the jeweler and the jeweler is like yeah we've had it ready for a week and I was just like oh my goodness is that a ring I hope it's a ring and it kind of is a ring it's just a ring that goes around your neck yeah. not around your finger yeah yeah and he made it silver so that counts right yeah so in my head they're like engaged it makes sense yeah even if Ulbricht's dad's a dick <laughs> I also think that Dom's mom, I, she got mentioned a couple times in the book. She did. I think she was, I th- and I know we keep talking about how how the book keeps talking about Dom doesn't have a magical lineage. Mm-hmm. I think he does. You think his mom was? I think his mom was a, like, sex wizard or witch, however you want to call it. I think she fell in love with Dom's dad when she was out doing something or another for the one of the towers and said oh my goodness and she stayed there longer than she should have and she probably got in trouble for it oh no hmm. i wonder if we're gonna meet dom's mother in the next book i hope so and i bet you she's magical no matter how the fuck that shakes out she's magical that's because where he gets his power from if you read the book he actually hasn't seen his mother in years she walked out when he was young like six yeah 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 and it was sad yes and he didn't want to talk about those sad feelings because Alrin, arlen arlen yeah i don't know what the fuck i said the first time arlen was doing some aftercare and asked about his mother mm-hmm. wasn't it arlen when they had that conversation? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it was after a collaring. Then. And yeah. he was doing aftercare. Yeah. But then I was also thinking maybe it was Cass. No, it was Cass. Because they were trying to go to sleep. And Dom was like... Yeah, okay. Because Dom was telling him a story. Because he said that that was how his mother used to put him to sleep whenever he had nightmares. Or was milk and sleep. honey. Yep. Yeah. And okay. so Cass w- Cassini... I think it's the full name. I think so. Anyway, Cass was just talking to Dom about stuff and trying to like elicit good memories before they went to sleep and before mm-hmm. they, you know, allowed Dom to like Play just with have them. full access to their body, which I got to say that scene we need to talk about because it was a li- it was really fascinating. No one like how she described them across the body Mm -hmm. knowing that they're different species and that they're um Mm multi-gendered 
And it was fascinating knowing that Dom wished he could be that way. Yeah. Because he was like, oh my goodness, could you imagine being pleasured in all those things at the same time and getting to accept all the pleasure at all the time? Yep. And I was just like, wow. Right? I know that feeling. (laughs) Penis envy. Yeah, a little bit of penis envy there. Yeah. Like, don't take the vagina away. Just, like, stick another, like... Kind of felt like that's what she described. Yeah. But at the same time, not in like an awkward way, not like right. she just like put a suck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But no, seriously, like when he spread the legs and he was just examining her, them. Mm-hmm. And like there was the penis. And there's the vagina. And there was the butthole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's not something that you would do if somebody was awake. And the fact that he felt, you know, comfortable enough to just kind of. I don't know. I think it's kind of fun when it happens like that. I don't think Dom would have felt comfortable doing it. No. Cass was awake. No. Not with them. No. Maybe with a human. Sure. But not with them. Because it felt like there was crossing like boundaries like emotional boundaries not like physical boundaries right i feel like maybe if it was ulbrich and like ulbrich was the mave yeah because there has to be a certain intimacy for that to happen right yeah i feel like dom would feel comfortable examining them like that and i don't want to use the word examine no you do because that is a whole new kink by itself (laughs) and it's a fun one medical kink yes like you go in for an exam and the doctor starts just looking at stuff and touching stuff inappropriately and you're like, what's going on? And then like, poke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you not watched those videos before? On the, mm-hmm. you, need to, you need to explore the medical kink and examinations. Hmm. They're fun. Definitely taboo. But not as taboo as the stepbrother sister shit. Which, by the way, I cannot do the sibling that thing. Is- I don't want to say it's taboo because I feel like it's everywhere. Like, you can just go on Pornhub. And- yeah, but are you really going to start, like, fuck your stepsister or stepbrother? People do. I know, but they shouldn't. Or at least there's <laughs> stories about people that do. I feel like if you have an emotional connection to somebody as a brother or sister, you should not have an emotional connection to them in a sexual way. Like, for me, mixing the emotional connections of familiar and sexual together is not healthy mentally or physically no in any way if they are in any way shape or form part of your family that should not be okay it shouldn't and even if that just means that it's by marriage and there's an emotional connection there or a a social connection there through marriage you know, like, this is my cousin by marriage. That's still your cousin. If you can refer to that person as your cousin, you shouldn't be having sex with them. Right. Like, I feel like we've had this conversation before. I don't think so. Okay, if not, we've definitely talked about if you can marry your cousin. We have. Oh, okay. And it's okay in a couple of states. Yes. 
but not your brother or sister. Right. Yes. So at least we've established that in our laws, that you can't, like, marry your brother or sister. But apparently, according to most porn sites, you can fuck them. <laughs> well, no, just your stepbrother or stepsister. Come on, we both know that's there for legal reasons. <laughs> These people are thinking about fucking their brother or sister. And they're like... Yeah. Or the free use with my stepmom. Like, you just want to go around fucking your mom while she's doing your laundry? That seems really shitty. You're a shit person. There's no laws against sibling marriage. Did you just look that up, honey? Oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah, you can marry your brother or sister and marry them, and that's fucked. That, that's, that's, that shouldn't be okay. That should not be okay. We have scientific reasons for why that should not be okay yes i'm sure there's also psychological reasons and papers on why that should not be okay probably i don't know where we got where that came from out of like where that started that Um, tangent because it had something to do with this book but now it's just like because there's no sibling fucking in this book right yeah no this book's healthy kink yes which I appreciate so much. (laughs) (laughs) And like the chapters that you know that you're like, oh, I don't know if I can handle that kink mentally or I don't think I'll like that kink mentally. The way she writes it, you can. Yes. So like it's always good to start reading it, but you can always just skip the chapter too. And like you might miss one or two things, but you can always catch up with it Mm -hmm. because she's such a good writer. Yes. That the story flows in a logical way that you can, like, kind of put the pieces together. hmm Yeah. So if you ever feel uncomfortable reading, like, a certain kink or a certain scene, you just, like, skip over the scene and, ta-da, keep reading the book. Well, and then the way she did the piss play was interesting. Yeah, because piss play is not my thing either. Like, I find it very gross. Yeah, Dom got peed on in the book by the Grandmaster. Arlon. Arlen. Arlen. And Dom was just thinking that I deserve this. I, I, I did bad. I don't remember what I did bad, but yeah, I like deserve this. He got into such a headspace he for did. a sub that's not a healthy headspace. Yes. And Arlen got into a very unhealthy space. <laughs> that's my husband. Yep. <laughs> He said, oh, my goodness, first cousin marriage is legal in California. Mm. Yeah, we we clearly have spent too much time together because he is Googling things that I've Googled before for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about it and he was curious, so he decided I know, to Google it. Because he had the same curiosity I did the first time we had that conversation. Yep. <laughs> but um, anyway. So the piss play, he was like, they were both in bad head spaces. Yes. And right after it happened, Arlen was like, yeah, nope, okay, we need to stop. I like. Yep, he stopped. And he was like, I'm so sorry. And Dom was like, why did you stop? (laughs) Because he had just gone too far. Yep. Both of them did. Shortly after that, he made Dom stop. Yeah. Like, they had a scene, and he's like, okay, now I'm going to make you stop. I'm going to hurt you, and you're not going to like it, and you're going to stop. Because he had to get him out of that headspace. Yep. I like how she went into the headspace, because headspace is a lot very important in kink. 
you know, because that I mean, that's how most people with ADHD function during sex is getting into the correct headspace to be horny. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, like most people are just like, I'm horny. Let's have sex. You know. Yeah. The neurospicy people have to be like, how do I continue to stay in this headspace? How right, do I live in this headspace? So quickly. Yes. Like you'll be having sex and all of a sudden it's like, I'm bored now. <laughs> but because how do I get out of this? <laughs> because focus flips so quickly for us. It does. So then sometimes um to get back in it, um, I'll ask him to like spank me or choke me or something. That's why kink is important with ADHD. It is. And that's why the Venn diagram looks like a stack of pancakes. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Oh. See, my head just went like completely away from the book and sex to the like things I have to get done today because ADHD. Yep. (laughs) And that's why I got that sad look on my face and went quiet for a second. No, but the book is a fun read. Even if you're, like, not, like, into all the kink, it's a fun read. You yes. Should, you should enjoy it. In fact, um, I'm going to be giving uh, book one to a friend to read after she returns my Katie Robert books. Nice. Yes, because what are we reading next month? Katie Roberts, um, oh gosh, The Kraken Sacrifice? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it comes out next month. So excited for tentacle porn. I've I never know. I've never read tentacle porn before and I'm so excited about it. Me cause, neither. Because it's one of the few that I haven't read. Right. And the idea of having all those like tentacles around you all at mm-hmm. once is sounds so much fun. Especially if they're sticky. And it's Katie Robert. We know it's gonna be good. Right. Like, could you imagine if it's got suction cups and it, like sticks to the nipples? Oh my god. I'm so excited about that book. Yes. Yes. And we also might have a special guest. (gasps) I hope she comes. That would be exciting. That would be very exciting. We don't have another mic. We'd have to pass one back and forth. But I have that one over there. Yeah. That we could possibly hook up here. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Or we can just share. It's fine. I think we'll just have to share. It's okay. It's Maddie. We'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was going to read the, when we were going to read the tentacle porn from Amazon, she Mm -hmm. was going to read it with us. So, hopefully she'll read it with us this month, but if not, it's okay. She'll eventually get in there on some tentacle porn. Yeah. Just like, eventually, I'm going to get you in a good reverse harem book. I want to read a good reverse harem book. Yeah. I'm going to get one. I'm going to find one eventually, and it's going to happen. Okay. Because you need to read that. And I'm not, like, cool with the cheating tropes. Like, I know some people are into that cheating trope. But, I mean, like, I tried to even write one. And I was like, mm, this doesn't feel right. So, whatever reverse harem we have, it's going to be, like, more, like, it's going to feel like a poly thing. Okay. That just doesn't happen to have any other women except for the one. Okay. Because I, that's just what I enjoy. It you sounds know. like fun. Yeah. You have a bookmark in that book. Is there a note there? No. No. That's just random? Yeah. Okay. I put it, like, I was reviewing this morning because, you know, like, all of the hiccups we've had this month. September's the worst month to record in for us every year. 
I feel like September is the worst. It's also when we restarted. I know because it's the worst. <laughs> I mean, I usually like I'm just getting into school mm-hmm. and oh, my birthday happens at the beginning of the month and my husband's birthday closes out the month and yep. we have family stuff in between and yep. I'm trying to shove a 400 page book in there. Yep. And I got sick. <laughs> yep. And then I ended up was like, it's just crazy. Yep. Yeah. Katie, have do you have some comments? So we apologize for this one being late, but stuff happened. Yeah, life happened. That's really what it is. Just like every September, we should start planning for it. Like September, be like, <laughs> we'll mark it as one. a bad month. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe next next September for our, our two-year anniversary, we will do Fifty Shades of Earl Grey. Okay. Because I've read that book, and it's hilarious. I don't know how kinky it is compared to, like, you know, Althea Faust or anything, but it's definitely kinkier than and better with BDSM than fucking Fifty Shades of Grey, and that's that shit that kicked us off. Making yep. fun of that book? Oh, my God. Yep. I still have to burn those books. <laughs> I'm going to burn them on TikTok. Yes. Um, the piglet scene. I really enjoyed the piglet scene. I forgot about the piglet scene. Tell us about the piglet scene. So, I don't remember her name, but she's blonde. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's why that's the only thing I remember. But there's this woman, and he's supposed to be doing an enchantment. And this was... um, This couldn't have been while he was collared because he was being the dom. Yeah, it was after he was collared. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, and so he's supposed to be doing an enchantment and he made this offhanded comment about the woman being smooth as a piglet because she was shaved and it made everybody laugh (laughs) and it was hilarious. And then he decided to just go with it and he started calling her a little piglet. And he even went over and he got this um, device that made, that went, had hooks in her nose and then it um, fastened to her neck, I think. And it made her nose turn up like she had a pig snout. And so he just went with the pig theme and it turned out to be a really powerful enchantment spell. And the fact that he was able to turn it around from everybody laughing to it being actually embarrassing for her and actually coming up with an enchantment spell was amazing. Ombra. Ombra. I think that was her name. Because I just found the scene. Because he's like, piglets don't talk. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he calls her good her piglet. Her, he even made her lick his boots. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I like that's the one scene you're like, yep, that's my favorite. It wasn't my favorite, but I did really enjoy that one. And I okay. wrote down Piglet in my notes. Then what was your favorite scene? <sighs> Probably Dom and Ulrich with the wax play and then the flogger. Interesting. That one? Yeah. Hmm. For me, it was... I- I gotta say, like, it really was Bridget's Dom 
like that whole chapter because it was really just one really long scene mm-hmm. with the three of them and there was fisting there in four there. of them yeah sorry four i almost forgot arlen was in the room <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking like the you know like because it ended with bridget getting double teamed by garrett and dom, uh, dom mm-hmm. as a reward for all their good work yep yeah no that one was really good um i just think that the reason the wax play flogger one is because i really want to try wax play that's fair that's fair so that was fun for me um i don't know the the one thing that i'd want to try is probably the one that uh cass and dom did but again, like that's gonna take that takes a lot of trust. That does. And like you ha- your partner has to be in the right headspace and has mm-hmm. to be okay with everything because Dom did take it pretty hard. And that's where I would worry is because, you know, like my husband's not a creeper and he like would feel really bad. He I think he would feel worse than Dom. If it's I, possible. Yeah. Cause he's a sweetie. He is. But he also likes being a Dom. Notice how I said a dom, not dom. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Mine's the same way. That's yeah. why he's a soft dom. Yeah, soft doms. You know. I don't mind him being a soft dom. No, I probably could handle when he's, a hard dom. When he's a dom, he's he's pretty dominant. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I probably would like. I'd probably get ruined if I had a hard dom, just emotionally, not like. Mm. Yeah. Too much trauma in this bag for a hard dom. I got it. But at least I know that and I know my limits. Yes. Yes. There was also a clothespin scene that was really fun. Oh, yeah. In the very beginning mm-hmm. where they were like, they put covered his body in clothespins. Yep. And at first he thought that that was the. That was Bridget again. No, that wasn't Bridget. Was it not? Was it Gal? Galvina? No, it wasn't her either. It was somebody else. I don't remember who it was. But it wasn't Bridget. Or Orabel? That sounds right. Yeah, okay, it was Orabel. Yeah. Where they string him up and like cover his body in like clothespins and at first he thinks that the clothespins are the part. And he's like, Yeah, this isn't too bad. It's like when you take them off. Uh-huh. Kind of like and when you take off just, nipple like, clamps. Take them off, she just rips them off. Oh, yeah, that may be like, like, mm-mm. nope. Because the, <laughs> the the coming off, anybody that's ever had any kind of clamp on their body, they're like, it, it being on isn't the hard part. It's when the blood flow returns to the nerve endings when you take it off. That's the hard part. And then they did it really fast, so you got that pinch as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like, I kind of was like, oh, no, I don't like the scene. Because ah! <laughs> I could just feel that pain. Mm. Kind of like I could feel the pain when, um, well, I don't know if pain is the right word. Pain kind of is there, but there's also a lot of pleasure. Kind of when the the nipple clamps were on uh, Ulbrich when he is t- collared. Mm-hmm by um dom 
and he has the nipple clamps and the chain and he like pulls the chain and then, mm. yeah yeah because anytime like the chain rattles yeah and the clamps are on i don't know if you've ever done I've that i've never had ones with chains on them i had ones with feathers on them so they had just like a tiny bit of weight oh yeah no the chains make it worse i'm sure yeah yeah especially because mine is attached to my collar Mm. and so anytime i move my head my chains move so they not only hang down but they go up (laughs) and they each have their own chain so the chains rub against each other and it like it's just a lot (laughs) i'm sure and i felt that every time i read those scenes i was just like wow okay (laughs) know what you're going through buddy (laughs) i know you're enjoying it but damn that's a lot that was a lot (laughs) and then like him pulling on i was like oh Oh, oh, and that order, mm. like oh, pain. Oh, okay. Oh, this feels really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, because at the very end, there was like this row of or these two rows of clothespins that were still on his body, and they had taken a string and like strung them all together, and they were like, "All right, are you ready for the last few?" And he looks Mm-mm. down and goes, "Oh no." <laughs> give me a second and then he gets himself ready for it and he's like okay go ahead rip him off and i was just like oh oh no yep nope oh that hurt yep yeah it did that hurt yeah i mean like i guess we could we should probably say something about the explosion you know, and creating tension between the wizards and the townspeople and the bad guy. Yeah. That happened. There was some actual plot stuff in here too, but like no one really. We didn't even cover the plot. <laughs> no, we didn't. We were just like sex. We kind of jumped over everything. But to be fair, the sex in the book is really why you're reading the book. Yes. The plot is good, and the character development's great, and the writing is fantastic. But you're reading the book for the sex. You really are. It's just like a book of kink. It is. And I love it for that. Yes. So there we go. We mentioned there was a plot. (laughs) (laughs) We mentioned that, you know, there was a bad guy. He did some bad things. You know, I mean, it wasn't as bad as sexual assault from the first book. Right. But the two guys that they captured from the last book um, were set to be publicly executed and um the one guy that got away darren yes but the way he got away was that they had kidnapped garrett and they did some sort of enchantment to garrett to get it to where he freed them yeah yeah and so garrett spends the second half of the book just like getting all the enchantments taken off of him and you know like being healed by arlen and bridget his wife Mm -hmm. and he's collared by yeah arlen yeah so when we see him again he's in a hood i like how arlen's a soft dom here compared to bridget yes because she she's hard she's hard everybody in the book says she's hard Yep. I'm just like, they Everybody in the book was like, oh, you've met Bridget. Yeah, and then they were like, wait, you... No wonder you mastered... Uh, what was it? What was it, the mastery he got this time? Um, I want 
Was it abjuration? I think it was. Yeah. And they were like, how? And he was like, well, I cast with Arlen and Bridget and Garrett. Garrett. And they were like, oh, you cast with Bridget. No wonder. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, and you did that spell that had Garrett and Arlen giggling. And he's like, yeah. So, like, between that really powerful spell I created before and casting with Bridget and Arlen and Garrett. Arlen I figured, got it. I got it. Yay. I wasn't even trying. And that, I think that's going to piss somebody off eventually. It's the fact it that is. he's not even trying for these masteries and he just, he just keeps getting them. Get them. Yep. And this one, the way he found out is he woke up and he had it sewed onto his robes and he was just like, what? Right. And Arlen was just like, congratulations. <laughs> one of these times he's actually going to have to go for a mastery. Like, actually sit down. I want it to see be the uh, corp. Yes. Because I think he actually will really enjoy that one. Yeah. For as much pain as he can handle in this book. He handles a lot. Yeah. And I could see him almost splitting his tongue the way Garrett did. Especially after Garrett gave him that blowjob and like the two pieces of the tongue wrapped around. Uh Uh-huh. And he was like, oh my god, what was that? (laughs) Is that an orc thing? (laughs) He's He's like, no, it's a corpomancy thing. Yeah. 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 So. I've always wondered about that. Like, can you actually control the two sides of your tongue? Mm-hmm. Um, our friend has he is a piercer and has lots of body modifications, and one of them is a split tongue. Hmm. And he can like make them dance, the two halves. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm granted in the book it's probably like a bigger split than what he has because we're human and Right. Splitting it that far down would probably be bad, but right. you know. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah. Anything else on your magical list over there that keeps us ADHD people from going squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> um, in the very beginning, Dom has issues taking Arlen's cock in his mouth. So then Arlen was like, I'm going to give you a treat. And he gave him this candy. Oh, the candy that like numbed his throat so mm-hmm. he could start like. I thought that was a nice little touch. Because yeah. at first he thought he was just getting a candy as a treat. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, my throat is numb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that was kind of sweet. Yeah. And that was part of Arlen being a soft dom. Mm-hmm. Like, here, you did a good job. Now you're going to take my cock. Yeah, I also like how he, like, Dom spends more time, like, cuddling with Arlen Mm -hmm. than actually having sex. Like, it's just Dom existing in the world. Yep. Well, and Arlen even said that he's never let a sub sleep in his bed before. Yeah. They've always just, like, slept at the foot of his bed or beside him or, yeah. He's like, nope, nobody ever gets to sleep in my bed. But you're special. (laughs) And Bridget calls him out, like... Why do you just let him lay on your lap like that all the time? It's like, I like having a lap dog. <laughs> He's like, you spoil him. And it's just like, oh, that's because Arlen's such a soft dom. Especially especially when it comes to dom. Yes. Like, maybe not with Garrett. No. But with dom, he is. Yes. And it's very sweet. I think it's because dom himself is such a soft, sweet person. Mm-hmm. And he so, didn't want to break him. Yeah. Like, he needed to 
break him in such a way that it made him more confident, but he didn't want to completely break him. Yes. But nobody shouldn't be breaking anybody completely mentally. Right. Because that, like, that's what the bad guy does in this book. Yes. Darren's bad. Don't do him. Well, and he almost did break him completely, and that's what made him stop. That's what yeah. freaked him out. And he was like, I'm so sorry now. Yes. I need you to promise me that you won't ever let anybody do this to you. <laughs> right. And I think that's also why he's like, well, I I don't think I'm comfortable with anybody else calling me except mm-hmm. for Arlen. Because Arlen can, will, like, he... He knows he can trust him mm-hmm. with how soft, like, or hard he needs to be. Exactly. Kitty. Kitty needs love. Kitty always needs love. That's because Kitty's a hoe. She she heard us talking about that cock and she said, ooh, you talk about that cock? Come give me pets while you talk about that cock. Maybe I'll get some. <laughs> Hi, Kitty. Yeah, you remember in your days when you were a young little pussy cat running around the streets getting humped all the time? Yeah. Now you're a sweet old lady that has to stay at home and get her hips rubbed by her mommy. Yeah. Come on, lay down, sweetheart. I know you hurt. <laughs> lay down. Poor thing. All right. Well, I think that's it. Kristen, do you want to hear about everything I have to do today? Sure. Um, so you can because find us I have at to write a proposal on, Twitter, on Edith Facebook, Wilson, the uh, first woman president TikTok. of the United States. You probably didn't know we had a woman who um, ran the country for a whole fucking year before women could even vote. But I have to write a proposal on why I should write her. Um, and then Twitter, I have to fold laundry. TikTok, I gotta go to Costco. Instagram. I gotta go to Hy-Vee. Um, I have to be back by 4:20 because we have an appointment now. at 4:20, so my I've son can get more drugs because my son needs one. drugs to function because he's just Video. as fucking crazy as more. me, but not um, as traumatized as, as me. Jamie's a hoe and because my trauma media. keeps me in check. Uh, where I think that's it. and is built See lots of coping mechanisms. Bye. Bye!